Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to Hour 3 of the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Well, hello. It is Friday at the Minnesota State Fair, week one. Thank you, Bessie. And uh, we are live at the Minnesota State Fair on Randall and Underwood. And um, it is a beautiful day, and we are asking a question. And that question is, is there a musical instrument that you always wished you knew how to play? 651-641-1071. Do you want to know why we're asking? Why are we asking? I knew you'd wonder. Because I read something that said, by the way, we'll take your calls at 651-641-1071. I read, uh, I read a statistic mm. that 9% of people wish they could play the recorder. Oh, okay. I feel like that's kind of an easy one to like, I feel like you get could in. do that. Like you can go to the dollar store. I'm pretty sure they have recorders. And like you couldn't probably hit up a YouTube channel and be a master recorder player in basically no time. Yeah, for sure. Um, but apparently 9% of people wish that they could still play the recorder. 651-641-1071. Still play the recorder like they well, used to know? Well, just because everybody... Didn't you take recorder in... You didn't? No. no. I think a lot of people did in um, music class at some point. Okay. Because it was kind of an easy... Can, I just thought of this for the first time in my adult life. Oh, no. That we would play the recorder in cl- in music class, okay, and then leave the recorder in music class, okay, and then another class would come in, and they would play oh, that yeah. same recorder. I don't recorder. think we were so concerned with germs twenty, forty years ago. <laughs> that is gross. And by the time I came back the next day to put my lips on that same damn recorder, how many people had yeah, that's also gross. been blowing their spit this into is, it? Yeah, oh. awesome. Whoa, Great. Sorry Let's think it. more about that. Sorry. It just occurred to me, you know, when you have that thought and you're like, I never realized that that was happening. Every year. We did it every year. So Anywho. You, s- you said 9%. What was like, what, what else was on this list? Oh, hold on. Sorry. I just got, I rolled away for a second. Uh, 9% of people wish that they could still play the recorder. And uh, the other instruments that people wish that they could play include, but are not limited to, the ukulele. Oh, sure. The electric guitar. Yeah. Electric piano. What's that mean? Like a keyboard? Yeah. Yeah. But it's also, that's a piano. Yeah. That plugs in. Uh, or is an electric piano like a thing separate from a keyboard? 
You know, I don't know. We I don't have. Know. I am not a musically inclined person. I I learned to do the trombone for like six weeks, and then I gave that up. I was like, screw this, because you had to practice. Do you no. wish you can still play? You could no. still play. I, the trombone or anything yeah i mean i you know you do sort of have that thing that uh when you see somebody do something that requires skill and practice do it and you're like oh i wish i could do that but i i just don't have it in me i think to learn a musical instrument you have a piano at your house do you ever play the piano no does no. your partner play piano no it's a family heirloom oh, okay yeah. we have a couple that of folks sense. on the line holly let's take those calls who do we have on the line we have trudy Hi, Trudy. Hi, Trudy. Trudy, what instrument do you wish you could play? I wish I could play the harmonica. Oh, oh fun. See, that one feels like that's one of those ones that you get. Uh-huh. Everybody had a harmonica at some point, but nobody really could play that thing well, except for Bob Dylan. <laughs> Well, Trudy, and even Tyler. That's why uh, I want to learn how to play. Thank you. Also, can, Trudy, can we talk about this? Those yeah. people all could play the harmonica and another instrument at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That to me is I, I even more impressive. People who, like play the right. piano and the harmonica, <laughs> or play a guitar and yes. the harmonica. No, and like and then they're singing and then harmonica. I, that's too much. I can't multitask like that in one hand. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I can't do all those things. I can barely walk and look at my phone. Trudy, um, I hope that you can uh, learn at least one song on the harmonica at some point in your life. I will Thank call you. and play it for you. If I, I do. wish you would. Oh my gosh, I wish you would. Like a year from now, I want you just playing that harmonica for us. Thank at you, Trudy, for your call. Thanks. Yeah, at the fair. See, that's the other thing. Harmonicas are portable. Um, who else do we have on the line, Halls? We have Crystal. Hi, Crystal. Crystal, is there an instrument that you wish you could play? Yes, I'd like to learn how to play the drums. My husband plays guitar, and he wants me to learn the drums so I can keep the beat for him. Oh, that's adorable. Then I, you can have your own I don't band. think that I am coordinated enough to do the foot thing and the yes. hands both going, yeah, and I hard. can barely walk, let alone try to play with three things. <laughs> I also just love that your husband has asked you to keep the beat for him. Uh, how many other things are you keeping track of for him? Everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you for your call. Um, the drums, though, you're, remember, do you remember when we did Rock Band and uh, our yeah. friend Holly sat down at a drum set? Yeah, Holly and was treated a ringer, that though. thing she, like she had she'd had, always been doing it. She had been, she'd had some practice. I mean, she's got some skills. Right, Holly? That was actually the first time that I had ever really, like, played, played the drum kit. Yeah, but I feel like you, I mean, you sat down like you have been there before and i don't know if it was a previous life or what but or you just know rhythm (laughs) i like air drumming i did play the timpani in high school at one point oh there you mm -hmm. go i love her marching band weren't you yeah that's right i saw timpani at a mall one time i think we're alone now (laughs) holly do we have any other callers on the line we don't okay I wish I could play the banjo. Thanks for asking. The banjo? Well, you probably could. No. Didn't you try with the ukulele at some I've, point? I can play ukulele. Oh, okay. 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 I play a little ukulele, a little bit. And my daughter does too. But I am not, I can't play guitar. Things that are have a bigger neck, I have a harder time with. But banjos are like very picky. Meaning, like, you got to pick a lot. Yeah. It's not like, I mean, there is some strumming. But I just like, I love a banjo. 
I think that like that got to be the most. I do. I love you a just banjo. Just said those words out loud. I love a banjo. Not do, am I alone? Hear. Don't other people love the banjo? No. Okay. Yes, you love the banjo. Yes. Thank you. I look forward there to hearing is. Colleen play uh, "Hillbilly Hoedown." Or Listen to that. Is. Like, do you think that is? Oh, I, I that's love talent banjo, right but, there. Like, but I just. Of the musical instruments, that wouldn't be my go-to. Holly, can you play banjo? Be honest. No, but I've heard that banjo is one of the most difficult instruments to learn. Well, I know, and that's the thing, and that's why I probably will never do it. Because I let's want be you to duet with Steve Martin and Kermit the Frog oh at the same God, time. Kind of adorable. That just sounds like a dream. <laughs> I can play kazoo. Yeah, well, I don't that's feel all. like that's a high bar. I mean, I feel like you you could go to town on the kazoo. I bet I could. Yeah. I, I also used to play piano. We do have a piano at our house, and it is not oh, just so a piece like of furniture. Oh, so you're like in the game. You've got, all, you've got all sorts of options. Yeah, but I'm, I'll never do the banjo. I would love to play, thanks for asking, I would love to play the... Oh, uh, sorry. The, um, oh, what's accordion. it called? The accordion. Yeah. Because I, I want to play a good polka. Who stole the kishka? I mean, who doesn't want to play a polka? See, I feel like that... I realize that makes me weird. It's fine. No, I don't think it does. I feel like the... That to me looks like a hard instrument to master. Oh yeah, because you're moving. You have to move like three different things at once. Yeah, because you got the keyboard on the one side, and then you got the squeezy box. But then there's those other buttons. Yeah. I also feel like bagpipes would be really hard to learn. We used to have. I'm going to tell the story, and then we're going to go. But we do have somebody else on the line. Oh, oh, okay, good. Well, let me quickly tell my bagpipe story. We used to live. (laughs) near a bridge. Nobody ever. (laughs) Let me quick tell my bagpipe story, guys. Have I never told you the story? We used to have a bagpiper that practiced in our neighborhood because we lived by a bridge and the acoustics were really good. And the rule in the neighborhood was when the bagpiper is done, that's when you go home because the bagpiper would be done practicing when it got dark. So you went home and the bagpiper was done. Oh, yeah, no, you have told this story. So I was like, I think in first grade and a kid was saying that they got grounded because they didn't come home in time. And I said, well, don't you just go home when the bagpiper stops? As and if that was a thing. teacher was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> that and, child. And told my parents how creative I was. And I was like, no, we really have a neighborhood bagpiper. I thought all neighborhoods had a bagpiper. I learned. I was very disappointed to find out that that wasn't No, true. well, unless you lived in the Macroveland area, which is where I went oh, to college. Yeah. And I learned to despise the bagpipe because they would practice every Saturday morning mm-hmm. at like 7 or 8 a.m., their bagpipes and hungover bagpipes no, are not fun. Not a that good hurts combo. Your head. That's true. Uh, who do we have on the line, Holly? Hershey gets the last word. Hershey, hey, Hershey, what is the instrument you wish you knew how to play? Oh, I can barely hear you guys. Oh, I'm sorry. We're really far away. But you can hear me. Yes, we yeah, can. You hear got you. your AirPods in, Hershey. That might be the issue. But go ahead. Anyway, uh, I always thought the piano was nice, but we could never have one at our house because they're so big and expensive. And then I was at um, a camping event, and there were people with guitars, and I'm like, yeah, that's all very well. And then somebody pulled out their electric keyboard, and it was battery-powered, and I was like, there you go. You've got the portability and the great sound. Yes, I love it. And you can remix and sample. Yes. And what about the keytar? You don't see a lot of keytars anymore. There's a reason you don't see a lot of keytars. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Thank you for your call. Have a great day, Hershey. And thank you for calling. Is that the kind that you... I don't know. What is a zither? I don't know. You just said it. I know. It's like like a little guitar, you know, in the third man. Is it like a lap guitar? Or is it the one with the slides? What is? I don't even know what you're talking you about. You know, well, like in country music, there's a. It's That's a, a lap. steel steel pedal. St- 
Uh, the one that sits in your lap? Yeah, and that you go... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Learned yeah. something new. But what's a zither? A zither's like a little guitar thing. I like it in The Third Man, the theme to The Third Man. You keep saying that like I know what you're talking about. Oh, come on now. Okay, well, I'm going to Google it in the break. I'm going to hit up the goobs. <laughs> when we come back, though, on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, what are we talking about, trainer? Do you remember? Do I remember? I'll um, find out. Don't let's worry. Let's see. I, you know, sometimes you got to be prepared. We're going to be okay. talking about Star Trek. Thank you. We're going to Star Trek uh, after this, a little Star Trek funeral on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And we are Star Trekking across the universe. Bradley Trainer, why, pray tell, are we doing so? Well, this is just a fun story. I mean, I love a good space story. There's actually been a lot of really fun, awesome space news in the last couple months. By the way, if you hear the other noise in the background, that is the fair parade. That we they just throw have to for us honor every it. single day. They throw it for us. Yeah, that's so kind of them to do it yeah. during our show, yeah. not during a break. Nice. Thanks. It's lovely. But actually, um, back to back to space. Yeah, back to space where we belong. Where we belong. I would love to go to space. Um, more on that in a bit. But no, there have been a lot of stories about space, mostly because of things like the the web telescope that is now mm. up orbiting like a million miles away from us showing us pictures of galaxies close-ups of jupiter oh it's amazing but i i read this story yesterday about you know we lost nichelle nichols this year from mm -hmm. star trek a pioneer in so many ways loved space was an advocate for space flight for underrepresented groups women minorities um, and really, you know, never had the chance herself to go to space, but she will... Like William Shatner. Exactly. William Shatner has been to space. But, um, in fact, Nichelle Nichols is headed to space, or I should say a portion of her remains are going to head out into the final frontier. And she's not going to be alone. She's actually going to be joined by some other crew, cast and crew, from Star Trek. That is so cool. Okay, so... Before you tell me more about that, which I'm excited to hear about, I, I, I do just want to say this because I, I find this to be the most... I was not a trekker, uh, but the thing that I find most inspiring about a lot of the people who were involved with the Star Trek franchise is that it, it, became, it became more than just an entertainment job for them. Um, a lot of them have been involved in, like you said about Nichelle Nichols, like a passion for actual space. Yeah. Which I just, I love the way that that extended beyond just the show that was such a captivating and show that oh, was beloved sure. by so many. But tell me more about how how she's going to space and how like her remains will be contained there. So, and, and again, this is going to be part of Nichelle Nichols' remains are going to be sent out into space along with, as I said, other Star Trek cast and crew, including but not limited to the creator of Star Trek and the, all the franchises oh, wow. that you now watch, Gene Roddenberry, his wife, uh, Majel Barrett, Roddenby, Roddenby, Roddenberry, um, and then Scotty. You remember Aww, Scotty? he's getting beamed up. James Scotty Doohan, and also um, one of the visual effects wizards by the, uh, by the name of Douglas Trumbull, which most people probably don't know. But anyway, a bunch of, a bunch of uh, folks who were connected to or not uh, themselves in Star Trek are headed to uh, outer space. Thanks to, there's a company called Celestis. And um, Celeste, I was, I was doing a little bit of research on this company because they actually allow you to send 
loved ones, essentially, and their remains into space, which I know sounds really weird. Do I need to put this on my list now for you, Bradley? (laughs) I mean, part of it, well, yeah, here's why. Like, who wouldn't want to do this? Because it doesn't need to be like, it's not you. Right. Like, assuming you've been cremated, it's not like they're going to be like, hey, send us your leg and we'll (laughs) send it out into space. It's it's your cremains. Or like, send us your, you know, your your, uh, coffin. Well, pick your own part. Pick your own part. No, like if uh, you've been cremated, they can send, uh, you know, a portion of that in a variety of ways. You can go into Earth's orbit if you want. You can go around uh, or nearby Earth's orbit, around the moon's orbit, or into deep outer space. In what kind of vessel? Like, how does that work? There's, um, and you can read about it in all its detail, but essentially they put you on board like a spacecraft. Uh And it's a rocket, and in fact, um, the rocket that's going to deliver Nichelle Nichols and other other individuals out into outer space will, it's going to provide the transport of uh, I don't think it's a satellite but another spacecraft and as the rocket detaches it will go off into outer space and, and then it will achieve a, an orbit around the sun yeah. and there for eternity you know just they will orbit. just continue to orbit that is so cool and by the way if you want to know the pricing starts at about 2400 bucks and goes all the question. way up to about 12500 to go into deep space um, but it was her son that said that she, you know, this is something that she would have been all about. And I will say they're, they're also, I don't know, this must be a thing too. They're sending a piece of his DNA along with her. Okay, uh, wait. That's I, a little wh- weird, but sure. Why? I don't know. Because then his DNA is out in space somewhere. I, I mean, know. I suppose. Okay. They're like, we'll send anything right. for the right price. So, okay. I understand why that. Okay. So that feels kind of cool, right? Like he can always say that part of him is in space. With his mom. With yeah. his mom. That's cool. Um, I just suddenly was like, what happens if aliens get a hold of that and then they're cloning you on other yeah, well, planets? Well, you know, I mean, that's inevitably going to happen anyway. And that is going to be the plot of my science fiction movie. Thank you. Um, I will, just to give you some details again, we're talking about Nichelle Nichols and others being uh, shot out into deep space. This flight is going to travel 93 million miles well, actually, between 93 million miles and 186 million miles into deep space beyond our Earth-Moon system, the Memorial mission will launch more than 200 flight capsules containing cremated ash remains, special messages and greetings, and DNA oh. samples from global clients on a timeless odyssey in the interplanetary space. That is really cool. Um, but the main the main purpose of this this flight, remember how I said it's like a kind of a two parter? Yeah. Involves sending another company's uh, lunar lander toward the moon, and so after the like rockets detach from that lunar lander or, or lo- lunar lander, as uh, they drop it off, then the rockets just keep shooting out into outer space. Oh my gosh, that's so that's cool! Kind of so, cool. What is the name of this company? Celestia. Celestia. Okay. Celestis. And, and it, C-E-L-E-S-T-I-S. And it sounds like you can, like, they probably have a menu on their no, website. literally, there's a menu. It's like, if you want to go into Earthrise, Earthrise is, is an affordably-based uh, uh, option, which launches a symbolic portion of cremated remains or DNA to, into space. After How experience- do they collect your DNA to send it to space? I bet you swab something, and then they put the swab I in. hate the name, the word swab. Swab. But, but yes point taken. You can send your DNA to space. And it sounds like other messages too, right? Yeah, you can absolutely. um... (gasps) Let's send our show to space. 
How would we do that? I don't know. Yeah. But like... You got 2500 bucks. I mean, no, but maybe they want to be our friends. and <laughs> Like they're going to cut you a deal. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. How cool would that be, that though? That would be kind of awesome. To be able to say, like, part of our show is in space. It's in, well, I got news for you. It, it actually already is. is. We've been, for the last 10 years, beaming our show into outer space. So oh. someday... Uh-huh. Aliens will intercept our Gosh, I hope signal. It's today. I hope it's today. Do you? You want no. the, the aliens' first experience with humanity to be our I'll show? I'll tell you when we... I feel like that's going to encourage them to come here and correct well, <laughs> what they see is. I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, I feel like that would not end up well. It would not end well. Uh, hey, we need somebody to play Spot the Crazy Stupid Idiot. If you want to be our contestant, I swear to you, you're going to win something. Give us a call right now at 651-641-1071. All you have to do is listen to three crazy, stupid idiots and tell us which one is actually a real story. We'll do that after this on My Talk 1071. Well, we've got something fun to do right now on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We do it only on Fridays. And Holly, do we have a contestant yet? Yes. Wonderful. Fabulous. Okay, we do a little thing on the Colleen and Bradley Show where we uh, take our usual crazy, stupid idiots segment and we uh, make it a little bit of a game. It's called Spot the CSI. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Of Florida. Florida. Yes. Yes. And today, uh, as we do every Friday on the Colleen and Bradley show, we do spot the crazy stupid idiot which means we have three stories of crazy stupid idiots only one of them is an actual verified true story that actually happened and you don't know which one but Dun -dun -dun. some lucky listeners gonna guess and uh who is that lucky listener who is going to guess today holly it's dar hey dar hey dar hello dar are you particularly good at spotting a crazy stupid idiot do you believe i think so Okay, well, we are going to put you to the test. We're going to okay. ask you to hang tight right there. Bradley, Holly, and I are each going to share with you a crazy, stupid idiot. And your mission, which you've already chosen to accept, is figure out which one of these stories is an actual, true story. And even if you guess it wrong, we're still going to give you a T-shirt because that's who we are. So, Dar, hang tight, and uh, we will take turns sharing our crazy, stupid idiot. Who wants to go first? Ladies first. I'll go first. Nobody ever calls me a lady. That's not true. Uh, okay, so we are going to go all the way to India for this story. Oh, fun. International. I love international crazy stuff. I do, ideas. too. It's now always fun one, to go on vacation, right? Uh, it is. I places. do want to apologize to our audience because we are at the Minnesota State Fair, and my guess is some people have enjoyed some things to eat. And this one's a stomach turner. Oh, great. Okay, so... Great. Hope, hopefully nobody for barfs. It. No, it's not that bad, but it's gross. Okay, no blowing so, chunks at the My Talk stage. So we're going to India where uh, a gentleman was hoping to um, get a job working for the railway. And he had, in order to do so, he had to take a railway recruitment test. Okay, understandable. Well, um, he was... 
pretty sure, given his own personal record, he was not going to pass said test. Okay. And so he uh, asked a friend to help him out. Well, during this test, they um, they take a fingerprint to be sure that you are the person who is taking the test, right? Yeah. So that you can't send somebody in in your place. So this guy, though, said, listen, I don't think I'm going to be able to pass the test, so I'm going to need your thumbprint. Okay, that's weird. And his buddy was like, no problem. Only, well, there is a problem. I got you. It's attached to his thumb. Mm, that's exactly the Ew. problem. He severed a piece of his thumbprint area. He severed... What does that even mean? He severed a piece of his thumbprint? Ew. I know, right? It's disgusting. And he uh, pasted it or like glued it onto his friend's thumb. Ew. And then something bad happened. Wait, no, I think the bad thing already happened. I agree with you. But then something even worse happened. Okay. So, so his friend, the, or the guy goes to the place to take the railway test and he goes with the fake thumb on and the person who's taking his thumbprint sprays the antiseptic on and it then severs the fake thumb from the real thumb. So he was busted. Oh, gross. And uh, they both were arrested. No, thank you. That's disgusting, right? Yeah. All right, that was my story. Who's going next? Holly? Okay. Okay. Uh, we are going over to the UK. We're going to the UK. We're keeping it international. An international crazy, stupid idiot. And we're going to the UK's favorite resort town of Blackpool, England, where oh. there was an issue at a local restaurant called The Codfather. Oh, that's cute. Oh, that's, that's cute. really cute. Hollywood really wants to go to the Codfather. <laughs> yes. Totally. yes. Uh, You've got to make her an offer she can't refuse. Leave the hey. gun, take the fish and chips. So <laughs> that's exactly what the Codfather is. It's a fish and chip joint over in Blackpool, England, near the coast. But there was something gone awry. Gone a fry, <laughs> perhaps. perhaps. I thought you were about to say gonorrhea, and then I oh, thought, no, 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 that's no, a different no. crazy stupid. Gone a rye. Yes. <laughs> or I should say, Bradley, gone a fry. Hey. Be- oh. hey! Because food was going missing at the Codfather, and the owners couldn't figure out why. Why the were all the, yeah, they couldn't figure out where all the chips were going. That's hmm. another name for fries over in the UK. Like the, and, uh, I don't know, like one of the uh, overnight workers was like pilfering the fries or? Well, what? not quite exactly, Bradley. Um, the fries were going missing and, and they, they had to figure out who was stealing the fries. And um, the owners of the Codfather figured it all out. Through some CCTV footage, mm. you know for, for, that always will do it. You're yeah. always on camera, especially You're, over mm-hmm. in the UK. It's true. Yeah. Well, it turns out they found the thief of the French fries. Can you guess who the crazy, stupid idiot was who was stealing all the French fries from the mm. Codfather? It was a mouse. I was going to say, it, I, I feel like it's an animal or something because the way you're telling the story, I just feel like it's not a person. Well, good job, Bradley, because it, it was a seagull. Oh, a seagull was wa- walking through the automatic doors. Lots, usually, but yeah, at the Codfather, walking through those automatic doors and stealing the French fries. That is a smart seagull. It was going through the door. Yeah, you just wait. Turns Hi. out, yeah. It turns out if you watch it long enough, the birds are smart, too. And it figured out that it could just walk through the door and then steal the French fries and then walk away. 
Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. That was no, a happy seagull. Yeah, that was a happy seagull. You know, I so I don't know if it was has an idiot the, or not. Has it been arrested? Uh, you know, it hasn't been arrested, uh, but They're I do still think on the it's lookout. yeah. It, 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 they did talk to the seagull, and the seagull did say that it would be doing some social programs. Okay, good mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. Stay on the straight and narrow there. Bradley Trainer. All right, so uh, we've had two crazy, stupid idiots. Here is the third. Now we are coming back home to roost in a place that we find ourselves most days on crazy, stupid idiots, and that is Florida. Oh, look at that. And in this case, we are going home to Hollywood, Florida, which also there's like a big um, hard rock that um, is pretty awesome. It's like in the shape of a guitar. Oh, I anyway, love that. It's not related to the story at all. Okay. Um, I am going to tell you about one 46-year-old, whoops, one 46-year-old by the name of Barbara St. Germain. Now, she was arrested on Thursday uh, for assault charges. That's not particularly unusual, right? Like on Crazy Stupid Idiots, we hear about assault, assault, sadly, all the time. Well, she was arrested on assault charges for something that went down in a grocery store. And it's the thing that went down in the grocery store in Hollywood, Florida, that earned her Crazy Stupid Idiot status. What did Barbara St. Germain, 46-year-young lady, get arrested for doing Mm -hmm. at the grocery store? I know exactly what she was doing. Oh, okay. She was ham-bowling. Did you read my story? No, are you serious? Did you literally see my notes? No, did she seriously? How did you come up with that? I don't know. I thought it would be something that would get you into trouble in a grocery store. It wasn't hand bowling. She was bowling with Cornish game hens. Stop it. Are you serious? No, I swear to God. What were the pins? Uh, The people. Oh, dear. That's not okay. It turns out that Barbara St. Germain got ticked off. Because, uh, well, she had been trying to find frozen turkey breasts. Oh, my God. They were out, and so she took her rage out on passersby in the grocery store by literally rolling Cornish game hens <laughs> down the aisle. There was a guy by the name of, wait, where did it go? Fred Bobley said, quote, that's a name. She just started tossing chickens down the aisle at us like bowling balls. Oh One lady gosh. fell into an end cap. Barbara St. Germain was later arrested on assault charges and forced to pay $1,500 bond. Oh, my gosh. Good guess. I am. Uh, I That surprised me. I was like, um, did you? I really did not. I did not. Uh, all right. Okay. So uh, let's get back to Dar. We've got Dar on the line. Dar is our contestant who's here to spot the crazy, stupid Hi, idiot. Dar. And Dar, you heard three stories. Ah. You heard the story of the thumb thief. You heard the story of the sated seagull. And you heard the story of the ham bowler. Oh, I'm sorry. Cornish game Cornish game hen gamer. Uh, Which one do you think is the real crazy, stupid idiot? Well, I was all set to pick the seagull. Because I know firsthand that they love French fries. They do. But I, now I have to go with the bowler. Dar what? is the bowler. The crazy, ah, stupid yay. idiot. Let's find out. Oh, no, we're not there yet. Ready? Okay. There it is. There it is. The bowler uh, is not the crazy, the real crazy, stupid idiot. Okay, so it was oh. not the bowler. That means it was either the uh, fish and chip shop or yeah. Colleen's disgusting thumb <laughs> stealer. 
Okay. Do I get Which another one? chance? You do. Yeah, you, of get, you get a guess. Honey, until you're going to you be here until right. you win. So that's how we do it. You get three chances. Oh, well, and then I'm going to go with the seagull. Holly? Uh, oh, my, oh my God. God. The thumb was the real one? That story Ew. is real. That actually happened, you guys. That is Did disgusting. you all think I was sick enough to come up with that myself? Yes. Yeah, yes. No, I thought, the, the audience was like, yes, we did, actually. I didn't know whose story was real, honestly, because I forgot what, how that was going to go down. And literally, I was like, I, I feel like it had, but it couldn't have been the... <laughs> The Codfather was just too good to be true. It was good. Uh, and totally appropriate for Holly, but um, <laughs> I cannot believe that the thumb story was the real one. Oh, Ew. my gosh. Dar, thank you for playing. You still get that T-shirt. And uh, feel free thank to try you. again. Okay. Uh, th thanks, thanks for so playing. Much. You guys are great. Thanks, Dar. All right. Thanks, Dar. You're all set. Oh, my gosh. You guys, I can't believe you guys thought I was gross enough to come up with that thumb story. Um, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or we've just been doing this long enough. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time for us to play another game. That game is called The Throwback. Live. We'll do that after this on My Talk 1071.